Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Ray, and I am with uh, Ryan Hello. and Ian tonight. Hello. We are going to be talking about our favorite uh, animated TV shows. Now, this can be, we, we discussed, there's no holds bar. You just, you have to pick your favorites and talk about them. So, web series can count, uh, anime doesn't. CGI. Yeah. There's, you name it. There's no... If there's no live action in it, it counts. Right. I'm good with it. Yep. We got a little bit of news. Kind of a slow week in the world of entertainment. Very, very slow. Yeah. Uh, Hasbro is being a bunch of douches. <laughs> and suing DC over the name Bumblebee. Because the world cannot tell between a high school black superheroine... And a robot that transforms into a car. Yeah. I mean, I I never knew the difference, did you? No. Yeah, no, no. no. I'm actually hoping that Hasbro wins and they combine the character. It's just one character. <laughs> into one. Yeah. Like Bumblebee so just, just transforming. Bumblebee, Bumblebee? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, Bumblebee's already a Bumblebee. Bumblebee is It's Bumblebee. ridiculous. I don't know why they're... It's, I mean, the main reason is because Bumblebee, the solo movie, comes out in 2018. They want to sell the merchandise, but I don't know when Transformers was officially created, but Bumblebee was created in 1977. Uh, so. Chat says it was created uh, five years earlier, but I'm thinking uh, Hasbro's logic is since DC lost the lawsuit against Marvel over Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. then uh, DC is just a big pushover. I mean, I'm hoping they don't concede because then they would have to rename the character, and it's, that's just too much. Yeah. That's too much. Especially since 1977, they all of a sudden go, lawsuit, God changed the name. I Shucks. love my insect named superheroines. They're too. fun. You know? It's a we fun have little Spider-Man name. Spider Man and Black Widow and Wasp and Ant Man. Yeah. The DC needs some too. Yes. So give them Bumblebee. Hasbro, stop it. Bumblebee is adorable. Yeah, well, they're not going to stop it. No, but no. It's got, DC's it's not going to lose unless they, you know, concede. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so mm. that's that's that. There's a little bit of Marvel news. MCU tweeted out pictures of Evangeline Lilly as Wasp. Mm-hmm. Looks amazing. A little bit disappointing. I it liked was, the gold that right. on those on the one you saw at the end of Ant Man in the post credit scene. Completely it's the same costume. It no, it's is not. not. It is. No, it's uh, not. Sleeveless. Do you not know the difference between? Well, it sleeves? was like it. <laughs> it <laughs> was in a costume fashion show. <laughs> yeah, shut up. It was. It was like being built in, so I assumed they would add sleeves to yeah, it. Yeah, and then completely change the color. Yeah, like it's this, almost the same color. No, it's, it's all black. It's a it blackish blue. blue. Okay, blue it was gold. Blue. Like the whole front of it was gold in the, one of the. They did a comparison. Look at the picture again, because they, they did we a comparative will. crap. Yeah, I, I'm will. with Ryan here. I thought it looked almost similar. No, similar well, the plating is all similar, but than... coloring is all different. Anyway, yeah. So, what do you guys think about Misty Knight's Robo arm? I think it's cool. I had no problem with that. Obviously, they're not going to go with a full, you know, Jack style silver or gold. I was expecting arm. something more. Like I thought that when she gets her Robo arm, it's from Tony. It's not coming from Tony. Did it's, you watch Defenders? Yes. It's going to come from Rand. That's, that's but that's but see, that's the problem Rand with Defenders. Flashy. They they don't really mention any of the MCU, so it's just like it's Tony who did it, not. Iron Why Fist. would he do it though when they have a billionaire on their own team? Because Tony's he better than Iron Fist. Fist. Whatever. He doesn't care. Tony about is better than Iron Fist. I agree. I, I guess I'm thrown off because it's longer than her left arm, and since both the picture, like the picture, has the both picture arms was awkward. Down, 
I mean, was it actually like longer? I feel like the gun, well, the way she was holding the gun, gun. But I the, it's swear. black, and the black gun made it look really weird. Maybe. Can she know. extend her arm? Maybe I, <laughs> I will be watching that very closely. Yeah. but yeah. I am happy that it happened. What do you guys think about them tweeting it like a week after Defenders? I feel like they're kind of spoiling it for fans, but at the same time. If you saw the Defenders, it's inevitable it was going to go that or way. Or if you saw Luke Cage, because she gets her arm injured in Luke Cage, too. It's <laughs> yes, like, but they don't go that route, which no. is kind of stupid, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. I, I, they're not going to go with a, a gold arm. No, And something yes. that's supposed to be so realistic and gritty. It's going to be agree. like a more of a prosthetic look. Right. And I think that they did that and kind of blended it with the technology fine. It's really hard to judge something like that based off a single still. Do you uh, think they're going to, to give her super strength in the arm? I'm sure that they'll There's give her be something. Yeah. yeah, something in the arm for sure. Follow up question: Do you think she will replace Iron Fist because that's his power? <laughs> no, because it's not going to be obviously. I think she should Iron replace Fist. Iron Fist. <laughs> but that's Someone just me. Should. That's just Maybe me. Maybe just the actor and the writer for the character. Yeah, yeah. Let's get rid of Finn. Okay. That's it for news, really. There's nothing else. No, the, the Runaways got some uh, screeners out to oh, cool. um, to some critics, and I think it was like the first three episodes, and it got really good, That's good. reviews. People are really in on it. That's the Hulu <coughs> Hulu exclusive Marvel yeah. show. If you're not familiar, is that the X Men? No, that's no. gifted. That's gifted. Okay. But yeah. This is. I'm not familiar with the characters or anything. Rachel will probably would be because she's more of a Marvel fan, but uh, it's getting good reviews, and I'm excited about it just because of that. <laughs> the Runaways team up with the young avengers at some point okay. and they they form a little like teenage group of them they are the children of former uh villains or like they're reformed villains mm. or they are incarcerated or dead villains so it's so kind of like the equivalent to young justice but reversed very similar only they're all broken home kids okay orphans kind of thing so uh that that was really cool yeah I heard Inhumans was unwatchable until Joss no, Whedon got no, his hand on it. No, you're you're mixing that up. See, that's Justice League. It's only DC properties that are like that. <laughs> that are unwatchable. Unwatchable, yeah. yeah until of course. Marvel Whedon. properties, amazing. Golden, yeah. especially Joss Whedon. Especially Inhumans. Yeah, and yeah. definitely <laughs> Inhumans. It's gonna be great. Go see it. But Justice League, yeah. Check out Rotten Tomatoes first. <laughs> yep, that's what we go. What's we base our stuff off of is Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Chat is about to explode. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're about to That's hurt right. somebody's feelings. Okay. He's not here. So do we want to talk <laughs> about this? About what? I feel like that's an insult. What did he say? Doc Rev. What, what was that about? Your typo. <laughs> the print's too small, I can't read I think it. he meant to say, hey, heroes. Yeah. And yeah. he said something else that rhymes with hey. That's not insulting, necessarily, <laughs> but definitely... Yeah, okay, so let's get down to brass tacks. We are talking about our favorite animated TV shows, web series, uh, basically just series altogether. Uh, We've each prepared quite a few. We're going to stop when time runs out. Yeah, cool. That's when we start throwing out the honorable mentions and the speed round. (laughs) Lightning round, that kind of thing. All right, who wants to go first? Everyone's looking at me, so I'm going to guess me. All right, cool. So I start off with a little sugar, a little spice, a little everything nice. Oh. So Powerpuff Girls. The best. Um, Mind you, a lot of these cartoons, I grew up in the 90s, so it makes them feel really old when I say that. So I grew up in the 90s, and a lot of these cartoons I grew up with. So Powerpuff Girls was very much something I grew up with. I really feel that... If you don't have something on here that is nostalgia factor, mm-hmm. it, it you're not truly living. Like it's cartoons true. help shape minds. So. And here's the thing: '90s cartoons are way different than cartoons now. Absolutely, they can get away with so much more stuff, and it was less censored, and you know, less parents saying this is wrong. It shouldn't be like this. Nowadays, you can't you know draw anything without having some kind of parental group. Come down and 80s cartoons were even worse, just FYI. Were they? In terms of like the things they could get away with, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I think we have one 80s cartoon on here, maybe two. He Man would not be that naked. That is true. Today. But Powerpuff Girls, it wasn't just made for girls, it was catered for guys as well. Yeah. And that was kind of the first cartoon that I was introduced to that did that. Yeah. 
you know, I had some great, really fun villains, Mojo Jojo. Him was a cross-dressing devil. And which nobody was seemed to care. No, they just know? knew that it was him, and they were scared to death of him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love the Powerpuff Girls. Not the new one, but the old one. There's been quite a few attempts to reboot it, and all of them have really just not done that well. Mm-mm. So, I, I agree, Powerpuff Girls was on my list too. I thought it was a fantastic showcase of superheroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was very well written all the time. It was I a great thought, influence for little girls too. Uh, and little boys, mm-hmm. let's not, you know diminish that aspect however i i think it just stands as a good show i i watch it now as an adult and it has some fun social commentary that i didn't catch as a kid it has fun innuendo Mm -hmm. that i didn't catch as a kid you know i really like it yeah it's a good cartoon Mm -hmm. i literally know nothing about that cartoon other than the name of it you'd be the buttercup of the group Mm, that's seems like not truth but i don't know enough about it to to argue so Okay. Just nod your head and say okay. Okay. <laughs> then Ryan, you're up. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Oh gosh. Um, okay, so I'm going to save my nostalgia for later because uh, you know I feel like that was kind of a nostalgia pick. But um, sure. All my picks are nostalgia picks. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because I'm a '90s kid. Um, I'm just going to start off with One Punch Man. That's one that I've talked about on the show before. We had a whole episode because whole episode. of your request. Um, it's an anime. If you haven't seen it, um, it's the, the premise is kind of uh, what if. <laughs> a godly superhero existed and you know what would that be like what would his life be like and and essentially it turns into a a parody more of a satire i guess than a parody and a deconstruction of the genres of superheroes and just anime in general um it got ridiculous characters similar to some of the old 80s uh tv shows and cartoons Mm -hmm. um and was it was very smart it's a very smart anime for what it is um you would look at it on the surface see the art and not be too impressed but there is a lot of really beautiful um art in the show it's definitely worth a watch if you like your cartoons to be a little bit deeper Um, the main character is the least interesting character in the in every scene (laughs) he's in uh he's just bored with being a hero he doesn't he does it just for fun like it's just a thing he does and yeah he's completely bored out of his mind because he can beat anybody in one punch and it isn't a challenge nothing challenges him So. so is it funny uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely yeah. hu- it's okay. definitely humor based, but it, it's not like a drama. But there are dramatic things that happen right. during it. But they're always ended because like y- you have a here a character that can literally beat anybody with one punch. So you always know how things are going to end. It's just okay. how you get to that point, and the other characters that can't just win with one punch that, that make it more interesting. I thought it was kind of like a cartoon version of Arrested Development in the sense that you laugh at all the tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Know? It does a really That's good fair. job of, yeah, using tragedy as a, as a comedic tool and how ridiculous the characters are is also part of the comedy. And, mm-hmm. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's on Hulu and Netflix. Okay, cool. Dubbed and subbed, I believe, on both of them, so... Be sure to uh, watch us on Twitch, and if you are watching on Twitch, you should join in and tell us what your favorite cartoons are. Uh, up next, I'm going to talk about one of my favorites that the world will just not let die, and that's Venture Brothers. I am addicted to that show, and I have been since it first came out. This started as a parody on Johnny Quest and ended up expanding and just uh i guess being a parody of all 70s cartoons there are ridiculous uh references to batman the hardy boys and scooby-doo and it's 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 so funny i've seen that one is that the one that's, does that have like jackie kennedy in it or someone that looks like Jackie Kennedy with like a pink. Oh, oh yeah, Doctor yeah. And, and I think, am I? Yeah. Is it the right thing I'm thinking about? Yeah, you okay, are. Cool. Yeah. All right, then I've seen it. They have ridiculous characters, both good and bad. There's, uh, like you said, the monarch and his wife, Doctor Mrs. The Monarch. Okay. <laughs> There's Phantom Limb and uh, like almost ninety percent of the adult male characters are pedophiles. And, oh, <laughs> except yeah. for the one giant dude. What's that? What's that dude's name? The guy that's like the bodyguard. No. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Brock Samson. Brock Samson, yes. Played by Patrick Warburton. Warburton. 
is just absolutely incredible in that role. Like that was the first role for me that convinced me he could play someone other than the Tick. Because yeah. before that, I couldn't see him as anything else. He other did the than live the action tick. of the Tick. Yeah, he did. And when I saw him as Brock Sampson, I was like, "This is perfect, perfect." Yeah, I haven't seen so. the whole series. Um, when I used to have cable before I cut the cord, I did catch several episodes and i really liked it and yeah. it's on my list of things that i need to watch at some point I, I haven't watched it at all it's on hulu if you love irreverent comedies if you love parodies if you grew up in the 70s you'll definitely love this so just check it out i highly recommend it it's back to me now who's up next is it back to me all right it's back to you so i'm bringing an anime now uh this is an anime called Panty and Stocking with Anarchy. Oh my god, you love that so much. It is ridiculous. Yes, it and is. And it's very extra, like myself. You are. So, this is why I like it. Um, basically, it's about two angels, Panty and Stocking, who got kicked out of heaven because of their bad behavior. Uh, and or to get back into heaven, they have to kill all these demons and retrieve heaven coins. In all fairness... It sounds like a video game. It... <laughs> If God yes. names his angels Panty and Stocking, what does he expect? Wait, does God name his angels? I'm going with I feel with like that. when they die, they just keep their names. They never really say what if they were named that or not, but Panty is uh, very sex-crazed. You don't say. Stocking is... Uh, very loves feet? No, she's very oh. goth and loves sweets. Okay. And they fight these two demon sisters named Scanty and Neesox, and Scanty and Neesox is kind of a parody on Team Rocket. Interesting. It's and they have like a little like you know demon meowth. It's very funny, yeah, and extremely inappropriate, and I love it. I think so far. <laughs> and Garterbelt, all of our stuff has been inappropriate. Yeah, pretty inappropriate. And there's a priest named Garterbelt, and he's hilarious. Oh yeah, that's that's not. And there's it. Yeah. Okay. And Is her, everybody named after a piece of clothing? No, but panties, panties turn into like a gun and stocking, stocking turns like a katana, so... So everybody is named after a piece of clothing? No, well... Name, can you name a character in that show that isn't named after a piece mayor. of clothing? The His mayor? name is just the mayor? Yeah, the mayor. Okay, so we don't the know his mayor real name. Mayor. 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 Oh, okay. Mayor. So we don't know his real name. Chances yeah. are it's Earmuff. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, Ryan, if you were named after a piece of clothing, which one would you choose? Top hat. Top hat? What would yours be? Cotton muff. Is that a piece of clothing? Yeah. There's a cotton muff. There's there's muffs for you. Oh, yeah. That's what it's called. I didn't know that. Interesting. Mine would be uh, G-string panty pant. G-string panty pant. Yeah. I was thinking monocle for you, but, you know. No, that's Derek. Yeah, that, that is Derek. Yeah, I can see that. You're so immodical. All right, Ryan. What's up? Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go with a more nostalgia pick. Yeah. On this one. Um, going back to... Well, actually, this this is kind of two. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Um, so there was... It's been several Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. The one that I'm more familiar with is in 1987. Sure. Um, which... I'm kind of grouping that with the 2003 and this one just because the, they're very different, but both have a lot of uh, qualities that are admirable to different people. The 1987 one is more like uh, the the Adam West, you know, kind of silly, campy. Yes. Um, individual episodes tell a whole story. There's no overarching plot line or anything like that. Um, and then the 2003 is more like the Michael Keaton you know, you got darker, grittier, mm-hmm. more serious, um, and then you get an overarching plotline through the whole season. Um, you know, I wouldn't recommend if you liked the 1987 version going back and watching it as an adult because it'll probably sour you on it. Yeah. A lot of the animation was not good, especially in the later seasons. Um, the characters that got introduced were so bad. Yeah. Uh, they were At a certain point, it just became about selling toys, and so they would introduce these characters so they could make a toy of a Dalmatian yeah. firefighter or something like that yeah. you know that so yeah lots of nostalgia on that one the show had its good qualities the 2003 show probably better overall if you want to watch a ninja turtles it was tighter cartoon. it was a little better written and the continuity was there but it, at the same time it doesn't have the staying power that the 1987 one no had. and it went for a long time the 1987 yeah. one it did, did. yeah so i mean, i do agree with you though they 
they stopped caring after like season two. Yeah. You know, there were issues where all of them were the same color for no reason and you know, they introduced Venus to Milo for some reason. Oh, Lord. Like yeah. yeah, we don't we don't talk about we Venus. We don't talk about that. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. It was, How the turtle got boobs? Like, explain. They're not mammals. I've never seen a single Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, so I don't know. Not even the not the movies. Or the anything? live action, not, yes. I've never seen the cartoons. Like, oh, okay, okay, so you saw the original '90s ones? No, like, like there the, are live action movies in the '90s. But I saw like the most recent live action. Why would you do that to oh. yourself? Because it was a free movie. Okay, I'm going to tell you <laughs> your, home, your homework before we let you on the podcast again is to watch at least one of the first two movies, Secret of the Ooze or the original TMNT. Is it on Netflix? Probably, okay. or yeah. Hulu. Could right. be on either one. Fine. You have to agree with me on that, Rachel. He can't be on a movie podcast no, without I having seen either of those. All right, which one should I watch then? I think it depends on what you want. Like, I would say that the first one is probably a better movie overall. Okay. The second one, I remember more. The second from one my is childhood. fun. Vanilla Ice is yeah. it. Right, I'm not gonna watch the second one. I watched the first one. <laughs> the first one was good. Yeah. Okay, I don't think you'll have any problem. It was cool. Jim Henson that did all the. Okay, well then yes. Stuff, okay, so. I will watch it then. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about something that's really relevant, something that's going on right now, and that's My Little Pony. Now, I was not a fan of the 80s and 90s cartoon. Uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, this has had several uh, reboots. They've tried to start it up, but it was the recent 2011 version that really stuck. It got a good fan base. It got a good creator that really transformed the characters. Because before this, it was, again, just a, a push to sell a bunch of toys. And the whole character... Um, characterizations behind them were just obsessed with makeup and hair. There was a lot of gossiping on the show. It looked like it, it was just bad. Just really bad. So this one's not about that. Everybody is well thought out. Everybody is developed. They have solid A, B, and C level characters. They have great voices. Uh, John DeLancey, who played Q, on Star Trek, he's in it uh, as a regular occurring guest. They've had, um, I mean, Tara Strong voices the main character. Mm-hmm. They've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. Like it, it's a fun. It's a phenomenon. It is. There are cultural cons dedicated to this show now. It's got a major motion picture coming out. It already has had four mm-hmm. movies um, appear straight on Netflix. So. It's a it's a big deal, and I think it resonates with quite a few people, child and adult, boy, girl, femme, masculine, whatever. It it can definitely get uh, into everyone's. Group I, of everybody interests. can connect with something in it. I understand if you don't like the overall show, but I feel like it has a character for you. So who's your character? Who's your pony? Pinkie Pie. Okay. She's always happy. She's always optimistic. She's everything I want to be. She's, I I feel like she's the best friend on the show, and like she just makes everybody smile and makes cupcakes all day. So that's what I want out of life. I mean, if you want to make cupcakes all day, I will come over because your cupcakes are really good. Yeah, they are very good. <laughs> Rachel is good with pastries. Yes. Do you have a pony, oh, Ryan? Thank you. I don't know. Okay. What's Poopy Ryan? pants, probably, what's, because I have IBS. Is what's, that a pony? <laughs> it is now. I'm going to draw it for what's you. What's Ryan's you. pony? Do you have a pony oh, for him? Oh, Ryan. Well. No, no. There's. I wouldn't pick a pony for Thank him. Thank you. What's Ryan, that goat one? Wow. Okay. No, there's a wow. goat. There is a goat. That is Discord. There we go. And Ryan has said multiple times that uh, he would DM a My Little Pony D&D game for me. That's true. And he would play it. Uh, he would be Discord. Yeah, and I would love that. Yeah, I'm all about it. So I wasn't wrong. Okay, I do want to hit up chat at some point. We have <laughs> we have uh, Derek in chat, who's one of the regular hosts of Screen Heroes. If you yes. tune in every week, and he is really, really obsessed with something tonight, and that is something that you brought to the table here, Ian. Literally, your ice. <laughs> well, that's real unfortunate, Derek. I'm thirsty. He said he's banning ice to the table. Um, we had somebody mention Bleach. In, yes. uh, Docref mentioned Bleach in the chat, which I've never seen. It's an anime. Uh, supposedly, it was really good. Um, yeah, he said you're nasty based on your show pick. <laughs> the the, the anime one? sounds nasty. Oh, um, well, sir. No, we're gonna watch it. I'm gonna make you watch it. No, that's not Derek. That's Docref. Oh, I'll make um, him watch it. <laughs> Yeah, so that's pretty much it from the chat. Mostly just Derek whining about ice and Doc Rev actually giving. Do you want to get a water bottle? I'll get a water bottle. 
And Rachel's peeing offset if you're listening to What'd this. What'd you do? I added more water so it wouldn't make as much noise. Thanks, honey. And we're back. Ian, what's your next? Uh, I chose something that introduced me to this franchise, and that is the 90s X-Men cartoon. Oh, I had that as an honorable mention. Uh, you know, X-Men Evolution was good, but X-Men the 90s was just so much better. X-Men Evolution was not good. It, well, when I was younger, I thought it was good. But You no. watch X-Men in the 90s, and you watch Wolverine and the X-Men in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. You realize how bad X-Men Evolution was because that is they true. didn't care. They were trying to make toys. I will, yes. That's um, so, the 90s X-Men was, was before, you know, I saw the live-action X-Men. It was before I read the comics. It was before yeah. everything. So, this is my introduction to it. And it was, you know, the classic... Yellow and blue costumes. Storm was in her, Storm was in her you know, classic white outfit. Love that Mystique costume. wasn't naked. Uh, they did the Dark Phoenix storyline properly. Yeah. And, you know, they did a lot of these stories and a lot of these, they, you know, delve, in, delve into a lot of characters' backstories. Lady Deathstrike, all these minor characters got really great story arcs. Each episode was a, was one. a two-part episode. Yeah. Uh, so you always least. wanted to tune in next week and it... It went through the gamut. It had five seasons of mm-hmm. 20-something episodes. So it starts off with Jubilee and ends up with, um, you know, Apocalypse. And they go to Savage Land. Yep. And they, they do so much. They, do, they did the, the uh, Days of Future Past storyline yep. in it. They, they did, did a lot the of great X-Men. Club. Yep. They did a lot of great X-Men arcs in this cartoon. They, you know, toned it down for kids, yes, Absolutely. but at the same time. The social issues and, you know, what's going on was still very relevant. They still kept that in there, which I was very happy with. That show was my introduction also. Uh, Between that and the uh, gray X-Men or uh, Marvel cards, I think it it might have been X-Men cards, Mm. that they released that had the power levels and everything. That was was my introduction. Yeah, Phoenix, the Phoenix storyline, that made me uh, really start to like Gambit and... uh, and uh, Rogue it had the um, best version of Rogue to date. I yeah, think. Anna Paquin Agreed. was a huge disappointment after growing up in the nineties. Uh, yes. Rogue, I was waiting for that Rogue. I'm like, where, where is her flying? Where's her southern accent? Yeah, where's where anything related yeah. to the character? Oh my god, where's her yeah. sass? Okay, yeah. yeah, cool. Instead, she was a tool for another character. Yeah, <laughs> it was awful. I, I was not a fan of the movie's portrayal. I really, really love that show. That's what got me into comics. The theme song was one of the greatest. It's great uh, theme songs. Yeah, yeah. I I completely agree. Ryan, you're up. I'm going to go with another '80s big surprise. I have several of those on my list. Um, Thundercats. That's Ooh. mine. I've got that on my list too. Yeah, that one. Uh, I mean, we just mentioned the best theme song. X Men was not the best. No, Thundercats. Really? Thundercats I think is if if it's not the best, it's definitely it's right so up there. It's... And the whole intro as yeah. a whole. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get you got all the characters' powers. You got an introduction to the villain. You got all that right right there in a like I miss forty seconds. Right, it's intros. great. Like I miss when intro served a purpose. Yeah, yeah. I could watch good... that intro mm-hmm. any day and be happy. I love awesome. that show. The show itself. Uh, I mean, there were lot, there were a lot of similar shows in the eighties, and Absolutely. you know, uh, Thundercats was one of the kind of group of shows that had a super masculine lead. Um, and that used a sword that turned him into something even right. more masculine and you know uh but these were all uh cat themed so you know <laughs> that made it cool right um but their their lair their hideout i can't even remember the name of it but it had like it Cat's was like lair it was just that it was like yeah the cat it was like yeah, yeah. Was way cooler mid he-man's yeah it looked like a freaking junkyard Absolutely. and then um, mumra was really cool like yeah, mumra was cool not as good i as mean he looks at himself and he flies sure, away but you know whatever yeah i mean he was a good villain he had a lot of the tropes that apply to a lot of the 80s yeah. cartoons going on with him but uh, i the the protagonists i think were far more interesting panthro used nunchucks and like mm-hmm. was like the gearhead drove the car and everything and uh and you, you know the dude throw the bolos and you know yeah i obviously the strongest comparison is he-man it came out a little bit before thundercats and it has very similar uh, parallels to it story-wise and everything and i mean they've crossed them over multiple times yeah. in subsequent media uh but i i agree with you i think thundercats had a stronger lineup of characters i 
I never thought that the He-Man characters, uh, at least the side characters, were as interesting until She-Ra was introduced. I, I, I guess we can talk about He-Man at this point too, which is another one on my list. Sure, obviously, let's do but, it. Uh, I mean, because there's a lot, there are a lot of parallels. So I did many. think that probably like objectively, Thundercats is a better show. He-Man was was on first, and it was the sh- and it was, it was made to sell action figures. That's the only Absolutely. reason it was made. Um, and I think that the characters were a little more interesting in their design and uh i liked the cheesy way they were named and things like that yeah um they weren't as deep as the characters in thundercats um but yeah that show that show just a fun fact about he-man it had two season and 130 episodes that's total. insane so it was definitely like a quantity wow. over quality um yeah I, I, but i love the the more ridiculous characters that you got in and He-Man versus Thundercats, but Thundercats Absolutely. was a deeper, I think, I think a deeper show, which seems weird to say about Thundercats, mm-hmm. but I deeper feel, than He-Man. I feel bad, but Thundercats actually had a really good reboot, too. It didn't go... Never watched it. it. It was good. It was good for what it was. I know a lot of people were thrown off by the anime art style. That's what got me. As well as um, the, the bigger storylines. They were more fleshed out than they were in the 80s, because... It was See, and sh- I had Thundercats on my list, but I have that Thundercats because I know you were into the '80s. So I'm like, let me put it on the new Thundercats. I loved it. I think it was really well done. I, I had too. fun watching it. I own it. Uh, it only ran for one season. I know, which sucks, mm-hmm. but it was weird. Like they went, in, what was it, space at one point? I thought yeah. it was like a spaceship. It was very interesting, and Chitara was much more fleshed out as you know, rather than a sex symbol. Than you know, is that what she was in that '80s TV show for I kids? Mean, for you know adults people i mean there's furries no matter what year <coughs> well, it is, yes so. but i mean she was wearing a thong that's true that is true uh but i my, think my my, cats my problem yeah. was with that thundercats is like rachel said the styling i grew up with mm-hmm. you know the cheesy like huge mm-hmm. man lion right. that was ridiculously proportioned like yeah. he-man and uh you know and so that when I think Thundercats, that's what I think. And I totally it was tough it. for me to get past that. Even in the, the He-Man kind of had a show, too, that was a little bit of a reboot. It was pretty short-lived. But um, it had more anime-type styling, but didn't go quite as deep as the Thundercats did with being almost pure like anime style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, was, I could deal with that a little bit better. I haven't watched it. I've watched clips. And it... I like the styling the more I watch it, so I may end up catching that at some point. But Fair yeah, enough. a lot of these shows have had, well, older shows have had reboots on Absolutely. our list, so. And they're usually not as good, it seems like. Thundercats may be the exception, but. Yeah. I'm not saying it was as good, I'm saying it's good for what it was. I agree. Yes. I, I think it sure. had its own identity, and that's why I kind of was able to mm-hmm. stick with it. My nostalgia didn't tear it down. Right. Uh, I'm going to change gears. We've talked a lot about the 80s. We've talked a little bit about Marvel. I'm going to bring up some DC. And my favorite DC animated show to date is Young Justice. Hmm. That's when it got canceled, right? But then got the fans to get it back? Yeah. It hasn't come out yet, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Cartoon Network hated this show because the toys didn't sell. The show, however, was written by some of the best comic book writers in the industry and uh it focused on the younger more sidekick like characters in the dc universe they were the main characters but the justice league was still they weren't even in the full background you know there was a justice league member in almost every episode so that was uh they were still a huge part of the universe um i love the continuity in it. I love the overall stories. I love that each character dealt with their own problems. I loved that they brought in new characters as time went on. Um, it, there was a whole year in between seasons, like it was Sherlock or something, and <laughs> they did such a great job continuing the storyline and making it fresh and you know, giving them new challenges that I... I was just really impressed, and when it was finally canceled, because that last season, Cartoon Network would show three episodes and then not show it for another six weeks, or, you know, they had so many hiatuses that it took almost a year to air one season. It was pretty bad. Um, I, I, I'm i really surprised it got a third, and I'm happy with it. I well, think, it hasn't come out yet, so it, who knows? Because Right, still at this happen. point, they could still cancel it, but it's... Not it's on Hulu, right? It's I not it was on, on Netflix. 
I, think I know it's not Cartoon Network, no, so no. they can't screw it up again. No, Young Justice was really great. Uh, I liked that it, it was a team of teenagers, essentially, but they weren't dealing with the typical teenage problems for the most part. Yeah. Like, there was obviously, like, oh, she has a crush on me, blah, 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 you know, the superficial storylines. But yeah. the deeper arcs for the individual characters, you know, who is my dad? Uh, you know, like, where did I come from? Am I just him except smaller you know well my um, friends accept me if they know who i really am right yeah um again's storyline was and was artemis great. and artemis's storyline yeah um and superboy dealing with you know living in the shadow of of some such a huge character and him rejecting him completely yeah yeah that was that was good and i really liked when batman came in it was like you need to yeah clark you need to treat him better be you know like, yeah be something more for him um and yeah the justice league <coughs> being involved with it was okay i mean i think that the the season one finale when they have to end up i'm not going to spoil it but they end up yeah. fighting members of the justice league i thought that was really what cleverly done um and the use of the justice league even though it was fairly minor through the rest of the season um made that more emotional and um, you know, Green Arrow was great in it, which I love when they get Green Green Arrow right because he's one of my oh, favorite yeah. characters. And Black Canary also very great. She was done this, so. really well. In yeah, this. really, all the Justice League characters were pretty pretty well done. I don't really have any complaints about any of them. Yeah. Uh, from that show, so I yeah, agree. I really like that's one of the few DC TV shows that I've actually watched and uh, cart- animated shows that I've watched, and I liked it a lot. Yeah. I know I love a show when I can rewatch it, and I've watched mm-hmm. both seasons of Young Justice. I think three times through now, so I, I really enjoy it. Ian hasn't seen it, but he's going to have a whole list of things to watch after tonight. I will. I'm <laughs> taking notes as, I, as we speak. Doc Rev did say that he's going to watch that show based on your recommendation to anime, by the way. All right. He said that in chat, so. I will take his word for it. So I'm going to bounce off of you and keep the DC train going. Hot. And I'm going with the original Justice League. Good call. Uh, this was really good show. something that you know, really tugging my heartstrings because you have Kevin Conroy back as Batman and he is my Batman. Yes. So, and having Bruce Timm write it and, you know, having design stuff and Paul Dini coming back in. This cartoon is very much a lot of people's versions of these characters. Like, that version of Wonder Woman, Susan Eisenberg, is my Wonder Woman. I love her. Uh, You know, it's very much... You know, it's the kind of thing I picture as the darkest DC cartoon in that time era. I completely agree. <clears throat> if that makes sense, what is happening? <laughs> uh, we got a request in chat for Ray Stance to ride. Uh, to ride Hot Girl. Hot Girl. Yeah. Well, you know? Just a. Oh, put your figure. I thought I said put your finger. No. I was like, uh. Oh. It does, chat does work. So yeah. yeah. If, you're, oh, if you're listening to this later, sorry about that. But yes, if you're here live, it is a live stream. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love Justice League. I love that they fleshed out other villains too that we didn't get to see. We saw Star Sapphire. We saw more of Luthor, uh, Gorilla Grodd, Felix uh, Grundy, Faust. Felix Faust. Which is one that doesn't get a lot of love normally. Yeah, so. uh, Joker appeared in a few episodes with Harley, and it's just, you know, a great combination of all of the DC characters. If you didn't have an emotional emotional reaction to Hawkgirl flying away after telling Green Lantern that she loves him, yeah. then Oof. I don't know if you're still human. That like was rough. That, that whole Thanagar war, mm-hmm. like, that was intense. And I love that this Green Lantern was Jon Stewart. Yes. It was not Hal Jordan, like, yes. everything else. Yes. It was Jon Stewart. And I that's agree. that's my also my Green Lantern. That's who I think of as Green Lantern. I don't think of Hal Jordan. I think of uh, Jon Stewart. But, yeah, that's mine. Yeah. I love that show. Mm-hmm. So much. Never fun. watched it. Like I said, I haven't really? watched a lot of the DC wow. animated stuff. So... That show is really good to just pop on and catch an episode. There's not a huge overarching plot. Yeah, unless you do like a part two. You're like, oh, nope, yeah. let me go back. Yeah. But, yeah. you it, It's always part one and then part two, and you can watch mm-hmm. them together. You can watch them separately. It's, it's cool. I keep intending to watch them, but I think the animated, Batman the Animated Series was is intimidating me, so I haven't gotten into any of them because that one, you have, there's like a watch order, and there it's all is. screwed up there all is, over yeah. the place, so it I haven't is. really It's interesting. Um, okay, so I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring it to a more modern show. I don't know if... I know you haven't watched it, 
Um, I'm not sure if Ian's watched it, but it's very popular right now, and it's one that I very much enjoy. It's called Rick and Morty. Yeah, you may have heard of it. It's kind I've of popular heard of right it. now. I've seen maybe an episode. It didn't catch me. Okay, well, I don't know what's wrong with you guys, especially <laughs> you and Derek. It's like it's there very was a character much a called Mr. Poopy Butthole, and it yes. upset me. And well, I mean, that's the thing about the show is it didn't look like they a don't butthole, care. Though. Like, if it upsets you or not, yeah, and they they don't care about anything. They don't care whether it upsets you. They they care about making a show that's ridiculous and yeah. entertaining. Are and they all on acid there? I mean, I'm just wondering. I don't think they're on acid, but I think that they may have done some acid in the past. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen the show, it's basically uh, a, a show that has a, it's a grandpa that's basically this, the smartest man in any universe parallel uh, or our universe. Uh, and he's his own like uh macguffin most of the time and just can get himself out of any situation um but it plays on all the sci-fi tropes all the old sci-fi movies most of the episode titles are parodies of movie well yeah i mean just the main characters they look like doc brown and And, i was gonna say that that's very yeah yeah. and and that's obviously where they got the inspiration for the characters but they're on such an extreme scale it's like if you took Doc Brown and dialed him up to a million, and then if you took Marty and like all his insecurities and dialed those to a billion, then yeah, then you get That's close to the characters. Heavy. It's very yeah. heavy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it's it, very inappropriate, right? It's extremely inappropriate. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's on, it's on a full swim. Um, so just for example, there's one episode where Morty wants to, uh, have this girl from his school fall in love with him. So that's the boy, right? That's the little boy. Yeah. Rick makes him a a love potion essentially. And so Mm -hmm. he gives it to her and within two minutes, the entire world has fallen in love with Morty. And then also they have all turned into head eating alien bug monsters. And he's tried several like formulas that he's get dispersed into the world to fix it. And it just makes things worse. And so eventually Rick just gives up on the entire universe and takes Morty to a parallel universe where they never use the potion. But instead the potion blew up into a tragic accident in the garage and their dead bodies are laying there. Their alternate selves, dead bodies mutilated like eyeballs hanging out and stuff. And so they have to go bury their dead bodies in the backyard (laughs) And then and just, then like, take the over the identities in this parallel universe. Um, so That seems like a lot for a cartoon. It's, yeah, I mean, there's, it, it's kind of like, kind of like some of the other shows we talked about yeah. in terms of the, like, tragedies of the show being the comedy a lot of the time. But there's also just a lot of tragedy that's not funny, like Morty dragging his dead self to the uh, to the grave where he's going to be burying his dead self. It's like completely numb and just like doesn't know I'm how to deal with that. It. I don't know. Yeah, and some people do. <laughs> um, it's just like the, it hits a lot of notes. Yeah, and, and it, it, I think that you and Derek would very much enjoy it. It's only two and a half seasons at this point, so you're not that far behind. Nah, and they're only half good. hour episodes, but. Um, yeah, if you haven't watched it, you should definitely check it out. It's ridiculous in all the best ways. That's awesome. Um, so I'm going to talk about a show that was in MTV's cartoon phase when they were doing Ren and Stimpy and Beavis and Butthead. And I almost went with Daria because it's a really good I show. I do like Daria. Yeah. I love Daria. So good. However... I'm choosing to go with Clone High. Now, it was short-lived. Only I have no clue what that only is. Only like 10 episodes. Oh. I've seen shot, like screenshots from it. It, it got it. canceled fast. So Ooh. the whole premise is these historical figures are cloned by the scientists and put in high school. The main characters are Abe Lincoln, Cleopatra, Joan of Arc, Gandhi, and John Kennedy. And it that sounds is, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> Everything about it, it is dialed up to... A million? No, not a million. It's like dialed up to 50. Okay. It's it's still pretty ridiculous, but it's got some really good voice actresses and and actors. Will Forte stars. Mm. Um, Krista Miller from Drew Carey and Scrubs fame. Uh, Nicole Sullivan from Mad TV. They're all part of oh, it. Oh, cool. And it's, it's just hilarious uh at one point gandhi joins up with george washington carver and they form a detective agency called black and tan (laughs) 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 
This was also when the Tom Green show was on, and Tom Green was a character on there, and he commits suicide at right. some point. I have a day off tomorrow. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> like, it is hilarious <clears throat> right. and ridiculous. Is and it in the 90s? Bad. No, it was early 2000s. Okay. It was like 2001, 2002. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Never seen it. But I did see Daria. Yeah. Daria was yeah. great. Daria. It I, was. I, I'll talk about Daria, too. She, It was fantastic. This sarcastic, sardonic, you know, she she was almost goth and almost emo, mm-hmm. but really she was just apathetic in her, you know, uh, uh, optimistic, I guess, or pretentious lifestyle. She had a very intense family. She, she just wanted to, like, do her own thing, and that was yeah. eat pizza and hang out with her best friend. So, which minus the best friend part, that's like ninety percent of what I want to do—just right. eat pizza. Just, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything on the chat that we should address? Nothing. Anything? Uh, nothing. There's some. There's some other suggestions yeah. on some other uh, on some other shows, but mostly it's just chatting amongst the people in chat. Which is totally fine. Yeah. Uh, Derek a little while ago said that Voltron was one of his. And yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, good reboot too that's true so yeah. I'm going to say my number one since we're kind of getting crunched on time we're not we're at 846 we? we're fine oh okay well uh, or you can say your number one no I'll wait for the number one when we all do our number ones so one. I just have all the shows I like but we have a number one fine uh, speaking of we're going to go with the inappropriate cartoon still uh, Archer yes I absolutely love Archer this show keeps on reinventing itself each season with different stuff. Like this past season, they were, you know, Archer Noir, basically. Yes. Uh, it was extremely funny. And, I mean, in one episode, they, you know, try and protect and kidnap the Pope. That's an episode. And it's the, one of the funniest episodes I think I've ever seen. Uh, the show will make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It'll make you guess your sexuality. It will do a guess whole... Guess it? I, you know, I don't second guess. have to guess. Excuse me. Oh, okay. second, second guess. guess. Okay. Second guess. Um, but it's extremely funny. It's on FX. Uh, the only bit of Archer I've seen was when they did the crossover with Bob's Burgers. For the... so yes, good. and that's funny. Yeah, that's that was great. A great... Was that an Archer episode or a Bob's Burgers episode? An Archer episode. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah, Archer that. also started a season with him being Bob. Like, he's in the Witness Protection Program, yeah. and that's how That's he... the episode that he saw. There's a... Okay, well, then there's a Bob's Burgers episode where it's... I don't know. I saw the one the where Archer it was like... The, the Yeah, that's what this one was, I think. They've had... T- Oh, Bob's maybe, Burgers I don't know. has done an episode in their style of animation, and Archer's oh, done okay. an episode. Okay, this one was uh, in Archer's animation. Was Archer's style. animation. So that's that's an Archer episode. Yes, that's, like that's his just the first episode of season two, season three. Yeah, that's like yeah. The, his witness protection episode. I love that, which episode. is so funny because they get the cast from Bob's Burgers there. Yep, and it's just you know it's it's hilarious, and Mallory is funny, and it's it's just all these characters I feel like are a bit of my personality. So I'm like all of. The agency combined, and I don't know how I feel about that. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to go with it. Okay. So, you know. Okay. That's good. Uh, chat is letting us know that we should talk about Space Ghost and the Brack Show. And I have no clue what those are. Oh. I think I've watched like two episodes of Space Ghost, and that was back a long time ago, so I don't really have enough to say about it. I I enjoyed Space Ghost. I love Zorak. I loved the Brack song. Um, I preferred Harvey Birdman, though, when it came right. to... I did watch Harvey Birdman. Harvey Birdman. Where's that? Sorry. Okay. Okay. Ryan, you're up. Okay. I'm going to go with yet another satirical show, because oh. apparently that's the only kind I like. Um, The Tick. Yes! Uh, so it was based on comic books, so it's not, you know, completely original uh, thing. But if you haven't seen it, it's uh, basically a satire again of, of superhero genre, uh, an un, uh, a giant blue, uh, four hundred pound gorilla of a man that wears a suit that looks like a tick uh, that ha- and it goes by the tick and has no powers like a tick um, is defending an unnamed city full of superheroes and supervillains um, and just is really dumb. So the situations he gets himself into are pretty funny. Um, he ha- it's full of again weirdly named characters, which also I'm oddly drawn to in shows like Chairface Chippendale. Um, uh, yeah, um, 
gosh. So I had them all listed. Okay. Professor Chrome Dome, the forehead, the flater mouse. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, what? So, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. Yeah, there was one episode <laughs> where literally his own mustache was the villain. Uh, yes. Is a senti- he grew a sentient mustache. Um, you, you know, he's, he had a villain ask him if he sucks blood and he just intimidates him, but he doesn't actually, with, with this fact that he thinks maybe he sucks blood, but he doesn't actually suck blood. It's like, it, if you haven't seen it, it's nothing short of hilarious. Like it, every episode, it's nothing serious in the show at all. It's just comedy um, and just satire, and it's really, really great. Um, the the voice actors for it were perfect. Um, I don't know the person that, that voiced the Tick and Arthur, That's but right. when I watched the new uh, show on uh, on Amazon, I kind of was hoping for the voice actors from the original oh. because it didn't get the same charm for me. Uh, but yeah. It's a great and classic show. And if you haven't seen any like really anything like yeah. that, you should check it out. Okay. Uh, I think we have time for uh, one more round after my pick here. So okay. prep your number ones or whatever. Uh, I am going to... This is tough. I'm going to talk about... Uh, what? It's already been brought up in chat, so I'm not going to talk about Futurama, although I absolutely adore it. it yes, that's had, an honorable mention for mine. It had a lot of fantastic episodes. I'm going to talk about Sailor Moon, because I connected mm. with that a lot as a Come child. On. I connected with that as a lot. It's, it's a TV show featuring nine women as superheroes, and all of them, every single one of them is distinct. They're individualized. Sometimes they get along. Sometimes they don't. I connected with, you know, I I could be any character on any given day, and I loved it. It made me want to grow up and do good in the world. You know, I a lot of these superhero shows, I wanted to just have powers, but this one made me want to be a good person. I wanted to, you know, because they were equally as good out of costume that they were in. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like if you have seen any of them, because they've had four different versions of the show by now, um, you you have some sort of idea why people like it. Yes, I agree. It's a, It was a fun show. And it was, you know, back in the 90s when anime was kind of taking over <clears throat> this, you know, or at least my generation. Yeah. So my generation was very much raised off of you know, Yu-Gi-Oh, Sailor Moon, and Pokemon. Uh, and in Dragon Ball Z. And there, Dragon Ball yeah. Z, yeah. So those were the big, you know, contenders for it. But Sailor Moon I love because of their transformations. It was they always fun. Yeah. <laughs> My dad would always walk in and be like, why doesn't the villain hit them during these things? Like, that doesn't make because any sense. Because it's an anime. They gotta build up and they use magic. He said the same thing for Power Rangers, too. He's like, they're yelling all these dinosaurs and the villain can't just walk up and hit them. <laughs> Logic. All right, Ian, your turn. All right, so we're doing number one. Last now. one, right? man. Right. <clears throat> Last so round, guys. Last round. My number one is Batman the Animated Series. Shocker. Uh, this is the cartoon. Is it because you identify with a Brooklyn loudmouth? The mayor of New York? Harley, sweetie. <laughs> Harley. Yes. Did you watch the show? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is a show that you can watch over and over again. The animation does not go out of style. It's Bruce Timm's designs. Paul Dini has been, you know, wrote a bunch of episodes. It introduced us to a lot of characters that are now super popular, like Harley. Yes. Um, you know, it had some great episodes with Batman's relationship with Catwoman. It had some great episodes with female power, with Harley and Ivy teaming up together, with Joker doing stuff. Uh, introduction of Nightwing, Batgirl. Uh, they just had an episode where it was just like, you know, a police episode with Commissioner Gordon and Detective Bullock and Montoya. This was my Batman. I, I grew up with this and <clears throat> every single time I watch it, I'm like, just the nostalgia factor just goes up and beyond the roof for me. Yeah. So, you know, you had Kevin Conroy as Batman, you had Mark Hamill as the Joker, like the most iconic Joker in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you had all these people that, you know, voice all these extremely well-known and popular characters. And for a lot of kids and a lot of people, you know, my age, those are those versions. Kind of like how the Justice League is with other people. 
So I Batman for sure, and it was dark. It was gritty. You know, it was everything Batman should be. I'm not disagreeing. It was fantastic. Though. That's ice. Derek just cringed. <laughs> he did. Oh. <clears throat> I'm done. With the ice or with talking? In uh, all both. fairness, he's been sick. Yeah, so. I have been sick, so this is very nice. Well, who invited a sick guy to the podcast? I'm, not, I'm on the medications. He invited himself last week. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not about it anymore. I'm on the antibioticals. It's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Okay. Well, we're not. I want to reinforce that mine. I don't have a ranking, so it's just another one that I really like. Um, The real Ghostbusters. Big surprise, right? Yeah. Um, It was a really one of the '80s cartoons. I think with a little more substance than than the others. Uh, The the villains in it were a lot of them like mythic, like actual mythical creatures, um, or you know, you had like the Boogeyman, Sam Hain. Uh, Cthulhu who was a villain in one episode um you know you had just a lot of storylines that were really cool they kind of changed the characters from the movies a little bit uh you finally got to see Janine with a proton pack and her own yes. flight, flight suit which was cool um it, it, some of the storylines were really dark uh if you go back and watch our uh Ghostbusters reboot pitch that we did a while back yeah. um I had a storyline from the real Ghostbusters cartoon that that I wanted to turn into a movie involving Egon, which would have been great with working with Harold Ramis's passing. Um, it would have it would have you know utilized that in a more respectful way than uh, than not than what happened. But anyway, I'm not gonna get into that. Um, I liked the bust. Anyway. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't disrespectful. No. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that as far as the '80s cartoons go, it was one of the better ones in terms of the actual substance and and uh, content. Um, and it went for a long time. Yeah, so. I'm not going to I didn't know they had a cartoon. That yeah. cartoon. And they had Extreme Ghostbusters later on. Yeah. So was it the original voice cast no. of the no. movie? No? Okay. No. It, was uh, it had good voice <clears throat> cast on there, though. Like, Dave Coulier played Venkman. Uh, yeah, and... Um, I can see that. There was a couple other voice actors that are still doing voice acting today that are very popular. One of them was that one of our local cons. I can't remember his name, though. Yeah. But no, it ran for seven seasons. Mm-hmm. It had substance from start time. to finish. It their writers did not give up halfway through or anything like that. It was a really good show. Yeah, and it had it also had a lot of toy lines coming out. You got all yeah, the ghosts yeah, and stuff that wasn't even related to the show. It came out as a real Ghostbusters toy line, um, and the, I still have the real Ghostbusters proton pack, the little kids one mm-hmm. that you could get, and the little thing that shot little styrofoam pellets. Uh, mine still shoots them. Nice. So, nice. Uh, but yeah, it's that that show was very iconic and a staple of my childhood. So hmm. yeah, and Extreme Ghostbusters is pretty good too. Is it a continuation of that? No. Oh, okay. This one was like Egon is their like uh, kind of mentor to this group that okay. had a, um, like a goth girl and a and a young man in a wheelchair. Um, so it was you know next gen. Yeah, it was stuff. more like a okay. more modern is kind of old at this point but it's more modern uh like you had people from different backgrounds and things like that than the movie did so yeah um that one's worth checking out too i don't think it's as good as the original real ghostbusters but for somebody who hasn't wasn't really Mm -hmm. watching that in the 80s it would probably hold up better than that than the original show all right so my favorite cartoon of all time and uh maybe even my favorite tv show i'm not sure is avatar the last airbender Oh, that's what I that is. Okay. am addicted to that show. It uh, it's an American anime. It's done in an anime style. However, it was made in America, drawn in Korea, uh, South Korea. You know the good Korea, <laughs> and it's it was beautiful. There were comedic moments that had me rolling. There were moments that still make me cry after the fourth or fifth viewing mm-hmm. it did they make you cry worse than the movie did or no let's that, i don't think there was a that makes me oh shiver. no i'm pretty sure there was no no, no. <coughs> there was no. not yeah, i definitely no. think there was. that was a fan film yeah. Uh, <laughs> most expensive fan I bet yeah. Joss Whedon would rather watch that in Justice League though oh man mm. maybe who knows that was mm-hmm. uh, anyway sorry I didn't mean no that. you're good um, every well not every episode there was a couple 
stinkers in there. Just a few. A good majority of them, though, are really good. They're solid. And they develop so well with the characters. Not one character goes unloved. And so many things are brought back. Things are never forgotten. Mm -hmm. It's It's, a good continuity. It's beautiful. Do you have a favorite character or episode? No. Favorite standalone episode. If you haven't seen the series, if you want to see it, I recommend just watching um, the Ember Island players in season three. It actually sums up the first or like all the seasons. Mm -hmm. It's the last episode before the big series finale, which was five parts and amazing. And uh, it kind of gives you the the blurb yes. to the the show. So it's, one more, it's the play one, right? Yeah. Yes, it's I so funny. I love the Amber Island players. Um, I I don't know if I have a favorite character. I have a character I would cosplay. Uh, I I I want to think it is. I want to do Katara. Yeah. I want to do Katara so bad. I I love her. Um, my. Brother has compared me to Azula before, which is a huge insult. See, that's my favorite character. Well, because Gray is... No, that's not only the reason. No, I but... was going to say she's a fantastic voice actor. Yes, but... God, Azula's good. She's completely evil when she's like, what, 15 years old? Yeah. And yeah. she can shoot lightning out of her fingers, which is cool. Yep. But I have my, my favorite episode, I think, is... The one where they're all at the beach, the Fire Nation's at the beach, oh, that's and they're playing volleyball. It's super funny, and it very much, you know, shows her empathetic it's, side and shows her, you know, human side, but still is making her a badass, so it's fun. It's one of those things where they deal with teenagers well, like Young mm-hmm. Justice does. You know, it's not just a, um, oh, this person's got a crush, or, you know, this yeah. person got her period. It's, it, it's so much more than that i There's i'm a layers. writer i don't think i could ever write a better story i like i'm gonna rewatch this show until i die now how do you feel about uh the spinoff legend the of Korra is one. fantastic it's really well done it was not given the love uh from nickelodeon so it got um same kind of young justice treatment where very long hiatuses in between and they yeah. at times they were told to extend their se- seasons which pissed off the creators and at times they were told they were going to shorten them so um legend of Korra was not as good because it suffered from uh outside sources mm-hmm. i agree all right do you want to do honorable mentions or no well we're at we're three minutes over. I, oh, I talked well, a lot about the show. Never so, mind. Uh, there was a lot of like big shows that we didn't mention. Yes. Really fast. Futurama is one of my favorite shows of all time. I love that. Um, I grew up with Gargoyles, and I thought that was a brilliant yeah. concept. Uh, I really feel that my Trekkie boyfriend would like it, too, because Trek actors were, were voice mm-hmm. actors. And then, out of all the Avengers cartoons, Earth's Mightiest Heroes was my favorite because, again, I'm a sucker for continuity. So those were my extras that I had. My extras I had real quick. I briefly talked about Pokemon because that's what my generation was raised off of. Dexter's Lab. So cute. And then uh, the Clone Wars 3D animated show because that's the only 3D show that I had on here. And it was very well done. We didn't mention Simpsons or Family Guy. Those are two really big animated shows, but they weren't on my list. I had Robot Chicken, uh, King oh, of the Hill, Dr. Cat's Professional Therapist. Oh I also had Pokemon, um, Dungeons and Dragons, Venture Brothers was one of my honorable mentions, Gargoyles also, Muppet Babies. Oh, um, and good then X-Men one. Also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, those are good. Yeah. All right. Well, we had some good choices. Let us know what your uh favorite tv shows are in the comments below you can also follow us on every social media at heroes podcasts with an s at the end because we're more than one show um we are on facebook instagram twitter and tumblr we are also on youtube and twitch and patreon we have a patreon give us your money give us your money okay so all right so ian and (laughs) i have a fashion show called Costume Couture. We talk about costumes, cosplay, uh, TV movies, mm-hmm. everyday fashion, music videos, that kind of stuff. 
And Ian came up with the fun suggestion that if we get two more Patreon subscribers by 1st of October, then in October... Uh, $5 each. $5, $5 each. At least. Or more. Yes, in at o- least. In October, we will have a pie eating contest. And our patrons can choose the flavor of the pie. Just don't make it nasty. Yeah, I mean... If it's bug pie, then I have to do that. Just keep it in mind. I will say this. I will refuse. I will walk out. I will quit the entire show if you make me eat peach. I cannot eat peaches. I'll eat the peaches, though. I will vomit. I will not eat banana meringue. Okay, that's it. That's but they'll weird... both eat bugs, so I can, <laughs> I can come up with crickets and mealworms. If, uh, Ooh, I would rather eat that than peaches. Oh, really? Sure. Sounds yeah. like you guys have a good vote to, to yeah, all right, cool. in on. I'm done. All Guess right. those people, then we'll talk. All right, guys. Anything else tonight? Okay. I think nope. I'm good. Then next week, join us uh, Tuesday at 8 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time for our ideal Star Trek crew. We're going to be building it with two guests and we're very excited. Yup. Yup. Bye guys. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.